<laughs> oh my god what's up guys what's up what's up welcome back this is food for thought thoughts if it were you i'm your host neogentrix we've just learned and had the ability to now do uh video podcast so you not just get to hear my lovely voice but you can see me now too if that's something that you're into wearing the one of the weirdest shirts possible and i'm you know trying to make the best of a very weird situation just trying to make the best of it and uh Life goes on. It's another day here in Houston. It's supposed to rain today. We'll see how that works out. It's 3 a.m. as usual, like I used to do with my podcast. I'll be recording every morning at 3 a.m. Uh, when the go live, will just be determined by the platform that you're watching it on. So while the YouTube one may go live during the day, the audio version will be available early morning uh, after the recordings, usually. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And, uh, yeah, we'll look into the beginning of what we got going on. All right, then. Let's get started, shall we? Powered by Riverside FM. All right, then. Whew. Well, then. Let's get started, shall we? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, apparently, Riverside FM is uh, sponsoring... Uh, this whole thing, they're allowing me to do the uh, podcast from here. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, learning styles. We have different types of learning styles, as I've mentioned before. And the whole the idea of, a, of learning styles is that we, uh, we all have a way in which we prefer to learn, okay? And it's how we get on and do things and how we uh, go about it. For some, for example, some people like to, uh, so what I'm looking for here, well, it looks like I cut myself. Um, <laughs> some people like to sit down and read about a subject while others prefer to just get on with it and get started and, you know, fiddle with whatever the device is that they're working with or working on. However, it's not unusual. Um, well, it's not usually quite as clear, uh, clear cut as, uh, in this regard since purposes can change over time and you're required to do different things at work or in life more generally and it doesn't allow this to be a possibility of a thing that's normal. So I guess what I'm saying is 
An understanding of your preferred learning style may help you to find new ways of studying and better improve your work and help you to move on with your life in a way that's more positive. Everybody has a way that they learn. Everyone has a way that they go about doing everything. Um, and some people have a habit of sticking to the one, uh, the one main thing and you can't keep, you can't do that. Not everybody can stick to the same exact, um, rhythm over and over and over and over and over again. Now, if you can do that, that's great. That's fine. That's dandy. Congratulations. Um, but some people need to be able to mix things up and uh, cycle through all the different abilities and stuff that they have, because it's the only way they're going to be able to move forward uh, in life and do what they have to do. Before we mentioned uh, Kolb's experimental learning circle, that was a thing. And let me think here for a second. Let me see. Um, <laughs> the uh, learning cycle, if I remember correctly, because it's been a while, the learning cycle proposes that we all learn uh, from our experiences in the in the cylindrical, cyclical, uh, circular, <laughs> in a circular way. I had to think for a minute. Um, the only thing in front of me is my keyboard. I'm staring at my keyboard. The uh, <laughs> lights are changing, but people often some uh, observe sometimes the way people observe sometimes happens in a way where they can reflect on their observations and think about what's going on. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, so they stop. They think about what they're doing. They try to uh, make it happen. The ex these experiences. This experience and reflection is then incorporated into the theoretical knowledge that the person already possesses or is uh, supported by reading and training, building up a framework in which the uh, in which to fit their experiences as a whole into the same unit. And, in, you know, in order to complete that cycle, people uh, then need to be able to practice the new skills that they have learned. And it's not always that simple. And like I said, Cope. Oh, excuse me. Cobb uh, created, this, uh, proposed this cycle of four different learning sty uh, styles. Okay. It's based off of that, that spectrum I mentioned before, the, the circle that is round split into four, uh, where the main one was concrete experience, engaging in an activity or experience, reflective observation, reflecting on on the activity or experience and then active experimentation on the left, trying out and testing the new skills and abilities. And then on the right abstract con conceptualization, uh, conceptualizing, uh, gaining knowledge or skills from that experience. Okay. So there are four different learning styles. Cole proposed this as a cycle, but there's no question that, uh, while we go through the cycle, when we learn something, we will also prefer to start in different places and to spend more time on some aspects than others. And if I remember correctly, uh, from what I read, there are two men, one's called uh, Peter Honey and the other one's Alan Mum Mumford. Mumford. Sorry. Um they noticed this and they built on his theory and proposed the learning styles that I'm about to give you that make a little, that are, I guess, pretty more, they're more straightforward. Um, in, in a way, 
it's just, I guess that's one way to put it. Uh, oh, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, this thing is still, it's still new. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm going to ask my producer to stop messing with it. I think he's trying to. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the four styles were activist, uh, pragmatist, reflector, and theorist. Okay. Activists learn by doing, and they don't want to hear what they should be doing. Uh, they want to just dive in head first and have a go at it. They most likely say things like, let's give it a go and see what happens. Or can I try it out first, please? You know, they want to, to do something first to see what fails or what works. Whereas pragmatists, uh, they care about uh, what works in the real world. Real world conceptualization. The they are they aren't interested in abstract concepts. They just want to know if it works. So more than likely, they're going to be egging on the activists to do something so they can write down what doesn't work, what does work. You know, making note of all that. You're more likely to hear these types of people say, uh, okay, how will this work in practice? Or I just don't see how this is even relevant. You know, I tend to do that every now and then, but I fall into one of, I fall into all four of these categories for this very reason, because I tend to do a little bit of each. Reflectors, they like to think about what they're learning. They want to understand things thoroughly before, uh, excuse me, um, they want to think about it thoroughly before they try them out. They want to co consider every possible thought and action. Refle uh, they're more these these reflectors are more likely to say things like, "Let me think about this for a minute," or, "Hey, hey, 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 dude, don't uh, don't let's not rush into anything just quite yet. Let's just let's uh, let's think it out a little bit more. Let's uh, have a plan." Of course, most people, especially the headstrong people, they don't they don't <laughs> they don't want to hear that. They don't want to do that. So that, that, that's an issue. Um, they are more likely to work with people who are a little bit slightly pragmatic, but mostly the theorists and the theorists specifically, these like to understand how the new things fit into their framework and into previous theories and how they work well with other things as such. They're likely to be uncomfortable with things that don't fit or with things they already, uh, or rather things that don't fit in or go along with things they already know don't work. Uh, they're not likely to go and work with someone who's, uh, who's active or pragmatic, but they will use the information that they've gained from them to, uh, <laughs> uh, in a word, gain more additional knowledge. You're likely to hear guys like this or women like this say, okay, but how does this fit with such and such? How does this fit in here? Or I just like to understand the principles behind this a little bit more before I do something. They want to make sure it's effective. And in order to learn effectively, like I said earlier, it's important to be able to use not one, not two, but all four styles. Most people have a preference of at least one or two, and that's fine, but they're usually in the common mixtures of like activist, pragmatic, like I said before, and reflector and theorist. These are the, the categories that tend to, to go together instead of working together and utilizing all four. I, but I can honestly see how 
or activist pragmat, uh, pragmatist could get on the other two's nerves and such and so forth. You know, as it is possible to learn and develop other styles and learning styles, uh, preferences as they change over time, unlike other psychological assessments, the Myers break indi uh, type indicators, they tend to stay remarkably consistent over time. And they're a good way to judge whether or not you have certain skill sets or certain styles or which ones you prefer over the others. <laughs> but I will say this, when it comes down to learning styles, people often notice that their learning style has changed in response to uh, different job demands or changes in their lifestyle when necessary. So a lot of times they're not always all here. So that's a thing. Right. So the next thing I want to go ahead and talk about is back model of learning. Let's see here. All right. The VAC model of learning, one of the most common models of learning styles, is uh, taught to teachers and therefore familiar to many uh, children in, but it's based on the, uh, something called the NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Programming. It's a thing that, uh, in a way, I guess you could say it. Uh, well, we'll cover that in a later <laughs> in a in a later episode. Let me see here. It it basically provides practical ways in which you can uh, change the way you think or view past events. It's definitely something I'll, I'd like to cover moving towards uh, moving back into personal skills uh, when I cover memory skills. But again, topic for a later date. So anyway, VAK, the VAC model, VAK stands for visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, and describes how you prefer to take in the information around you. Visual learners pre uh, prefer to take in information by seeing and often processing it in picture form, pictorial form. This means that they will often think, remember in pictures, and, um, and like to read, see graphs, uh, and use symbols. Auditory learners, uh, they prefer to listen and take in the information a little over time, but consistently, and learn it by what they hear. They favor lectures, discussions over actually reading something. And then the last one, kinesthetic, it refers to learners that learn by experience and practical uh, applications by tactile exploration of the world and things around them. They prefer to learn by experimenting with this, that, and the other. You know, like, this is a pretty cool pen. How does this work? Oh, I could take this off. Let's see here. If I unscrew this, you know, how do I get the ink out? Oh, wait, when I unscrew this, there's an ink cartridge in here, you know, well, there's supposed to be. <laughs> um, and, you know, the ink comes out to the bottom of the cartridge. It pours out into the lid of this. You put the lid on this back, screw it on, you know, get a piece of paper, write something down on it, close up the pen, put it away. 
and you know, oh, I dropped I like some oil on my uh, income myself, but you know, it it helps you write. So that's the thing. Most parents will testify it's not unreasonable to describe very young children as kinesthetic. That's usually how they start. They're always wanting to feel something, touch something, put their mouths <laughs> put their mouths on something. That's usually how you start out. Again, not everybody's the same, and it just differs from person to person. The use of language, identifying the way that someone thinks, is usually related to uh, various factors. To be fair, uh, you can get clues whether someone is visual, auditorial, or kinesthetic uh, from the kind of language that they use. And one of the things I want to go ahead and point out is that for visual thinkers, you'll usually hear the phrase like, I don't see what you mean, or let me get the picture straight in my mind for what you're talking about, because they're trying to picture what you're telling them. They want to understand it. I have a cousin who's that way. He can draw, he can create amazing artwork, but if he can't visualize what you're trying to tell him to do, it's harder for him to come up with it. An auditorial thinker is someone who is more likely to say uh, along the lines, I hear what you're saying, and I understand. I think I got it. Because you can explain it to them and they can hear what you're saying and come up with that picture from just the words. Um, a kinesthetic learner is a person, on the other hand, where it's like uh, you tell them something sad or awful. It's usually akin to uh, people being sympathetic. Uh, they're like, oh, wow, I feel your pain. I'm so sorry. Uh, and, uh, let me give you a hug. And they just give you a hug because they can feel what's going on. They can understand the emotion and everything uh, going on around it. So that's a thing right there. Let's see here. Now, there are uh, practical implications of learning styles. Uh, there's no question that each of us has particular preferences uh, to how, for how we learn. And this is equally with little... Uh, little doubt that we all have slightly different things that we are good at, which may or may not be uh, related to our learning styles. Okay. The original theory suggests that we should tailor learning experiences to fit our preferred learning style. Uh, unfortunately, there are a huge number of theories of, st of learning styles out there uh, and very little evidence that teaching in a particular style is beneficial for a particular type of learning. Okay. So, even though a major study looking into the VAC model of learning style has been made and suggested that in order to prove that it is actually, it was useful in teaching, you would need to have studies that group students by learning style and then taught each group in different ways. They would need to be, there would need to be teaching methods that work best for every single style uh, and type of learner and did not and that that didn't work for any of the others whatsoever and the review auditor uh, authors concluded that there had almost been no study that did this no one's ever tried this it's been thought of it's been considered but no one's actually attempted to pull this off so the jury therefore is you know is still out there on whether teaching should be tailored to learning styles. However, just because there's no evidence from the formal study does not mean that considering your learning style is not worthwhile. As long as you understand where you need to be and how you learn, that's all that really matters. Okay. 
a knowledge of learning styles may help you identify the different ways of learning that might be enjoyable or better for you. Uh, for example, activists, okay? Activist ways of learning include brainstorming, practical experimentation, role plays, uh, group discussions, problem solving. I'm not that major category. I can use that, but it's not the main one that I'm, I'm able to use. Pragmatic uh, or pragmatist. They, uh, they study styles... Uh, the study style includes uh, case studies, uh, time to think, the practical applications of what you are uh, learning, being able to apply it. Um, reflector style learning uh, includes spending time reading around the subject and watching others try to figure it out and learning from their experiences. That's kind of how that one works. And then theorists. The theorist involves models, theories, plenty of background information. By the time they're done, you have a full-on project. Okay. They're, if they're doing that, then that's probably the category that they fall in. <sighs> Understanding that there are different ways of learning uh, help everybody out in the long run and helps them figure out where uh, they need to be. <laughs> so, let me see here. I'm going to look up something. Give me a sec. Okay. I think I got it. All right. So understanding that there are uh, different ways of learning that learning ideally happens in a cycle helps you to vary your experience learning experiences and that in itself is likely to improve your ability to learn and to retain information if you find that you're a particular you are if you find that there are um what was i gonna say uh, particular types of teachings or learnings that don't suit you uh don't be afraid to tailor your experiences a bit. If you're considering a course, whether for long-term study uh, or short-term learning, you may want to phone uh, phone the person organizing it and discuss the types of learning that are not, that are that they're going to do. Because it may it may be that you could avoid certain aspects of it, or the tutor may be able to suggest a more appropriate course for you, depending on the style of learning that you have. However, if you're unable to choose your experiences, you can always try to adapt them. There's a way to do it. For example, if you're struggling uh, with sitting in a lecture, listening to someone talk, don't be tempted to abandon the experience. Instead, try making it into something else. Take notes, draw a picture such as uh, a mind map to help you remember it more visually or organize discussion sessions afterward over, uh, what's that thing that called that people drink in the morning? Uh, coffee with others to consider the way uh, learning in uh, different ways. If your course is exa examination based, then you'll need to think uh, about how you're going to revise the subject matter. For example, um, you may like lectures, but you want to revise by reading over your notes. Maybe you should uh, ask your lecturer if you can record the lecture or perhaps read your notes onto a digital uh, a recorder, play it back for yourself. Then you can play out your role your notes afterward and listen to them again and revise them later. So that's a possibility. Overall, in conjunction with everything I said to, you know, to resummarize it, 
learn and adapt. That's the whole point of this. Okay. The science of learning styles uh, is still a bit hazy. Okay. And there's the distinct lack of it, lack of evidence about whether teaching and learning should be tailored uh, rigidly to suit learning styles. However, there is, however, no doubt that varying learning experiences helps everyone stay interested. Uh, teachers, pupils alike, doesn't matter. Even if there are elements of your chosen course uh, which do not particularly suit you, uh, just bear with it. Different experiences will broaden your ability to learn in different ways, which is always going to be helpful. I'm not saying don't improve on the one that you have. I'm saying try to learn the other methods and how they work for you and how to make them work for you so that you're not locked to one learning style and you sit there suffering in your classes. Okay. That's basically the gist of what I've been trying to say, I guess this entire time, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the, that's the whole idea. All right. I'm going to go ahead and thank you guys for uh, listening in and being part of this podcast. Whoops. <laughs> And uh, being here with me today for the first time I'm trying to record this, I know there's a lot of flaws and things not working like it should, but uh, we should be able to get it going uh, hopefully soon and everything should be working like it should. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your day. This has been Food for Thought Thoughts if it were you. I'm your host, Nia Gentrix. Have a great day.